Socceroos. That's a lovely touch by Licky. Oh, and a chance to the goal. Craig Goodwin has scored. Takes a deflection. On target. And the header from Mitch Duke. Oh, what a tackle. Harry Sutar. Matthew Licky cuts back inside. One way, then the other. Time, so I just want to ask you the big one first for the man sitting right next to you. He's about to set the record for most games of Australia ever coached. He's going to move in Salt Place, 59. What sort of coach has Arnie been for you across the journey? Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt he's played a massive role in um, my journey as a footballer. Obviously starting out there in the Mariners days and uh, having the belief and faith in me there and, um, you know, at the beginning and sticking with me. And he's obviously gone on to do, you know, what I witnessed him do at Mariners, you know, at Sydney and then here within the national team as well. And, um, you know, I'm obviously very grateful to have had someone like him, you know, help me in guiding me through um, my, my journey so far as a professional footballer. And I try and say thanks in the best possible way by doing all that I can for, you know, when I'm obviously selected within his teams and um, trying to play the best that I, I can for him and for the team to be as successful as we can be. I'm sorry for doing this with him sitting right next to you, but uh, and also Arnie has a chance to become just well the first ever coach to lead Australia into two consecutive World Cups uh, at the end of this cycle, heading into his second. Now, what sort of evolution of the Socceroos have you seen as someone that has been there since the beginning of this group over the past four and a half, five years? Yeah, I mean the evolution I think is there within the results. It's obviously a results-based game, and you know. We, we play this sport because we love it and we have the opportunity to create lifelong memories and you know, the more successful we are, the, the better and more memories that you have and I know for me and in my life there's nothing more purposeful than that and, and dedicating and sacrificing my time towards doing exactly that. So um, you know, the fact that obviously we've gone on and you know, we've done things as a national team that no other team has done is, is obviously a, you know, an example of that. And, yeah, we're we're by no means satisfied, and you know we've got like I said, we, we've got our goals, and we, we tick them off, and now we've moved on, and we've got more goals that we want to tick off, and uh, it's great to you know get this campaign, this World Cup and Asian Cup qualifying campaign underway again, and uh, the journey starts again. Maddie, how are you feeling personally coming into this? You're playing regularly, you're warm generally. How are you, how are you feeling? That's not always been the case. Sometimes you have to come in soccer is not playing people football, but you must be feeling pretty confident. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I just try. Approach each day as it comes, I give my all, you know, whether I'm playing or not. Um, I try and attack each day with everything that I've got to, you know, put my best case forward to, you know, try and yeah, be the best man for the job or, or show that I'm the best man for the job. And uh, yeah, at the minute, yeah, as I've always done, taking it day by day, but yeah, enjoying playing regularly at Alkmaar, sort of landed in a good spot there and, you know, some European football and, you know, we're a team that, um, yeah, obviously last season we finished in, in fourth place and you know it's it's obviously early in the season so far but we've laid a good platform to have another good season there and uh, just yeah like I said enjoying my enjoying my, my craft there at the minute and uh, yeah trying to do all I can to create as many successful days as possible. What does success tomorrow night look like? It sounds like it's going to be a game where we'll have a lot of the team will have a lot of the ball, um, maybe have to break down a pack defence and it's... Let's the other end to you, but what, what are the expectations? What do you need to see out tomorrow? 
Yeah, I mean, we, we always focus on ourselves and, you know, we've had great exposure recently in the games we have been playing. Um, you know, it's those sorts of games where, yeah, you know, being exposed to that level and against that sort of calibre of opposition, you know, when the big tournaments come around, um, you know, we want to be obviously equipped as best we can to be successful at those sorts of tournaments. And, you know, as a playing group and as individuals within the group, we've, we've been exposed to that again in these games that we've faced in these friendlies recently. And, and now, yeah, moving on to, like I said, this journey now with these, these games unfolding. I mean, you know, the, the games against, yeah, the, the opposition at World Cups and, and whatnot, they don't come or they don't become possible without, you know, first, you know, knocking over all the challenges that we have to face to, to get there. And having been part of uh, two qualifying campaigns, I know that, you know, there's no easy game in football and we have to give the respect to the opposition no matter who it is that we're facing. But it's all dependent on us and how we prepare and, you know, the, the standards that we continue to maintain and, and continue to, um, to raise. And, uh, yeah, we've been obviously working hard since we've come into camp and, yeah, we're, we're ready to go and like I said, we'll probably have a lot more of the ball and it's around us and our attacking patterns and the way we move it and how purposeful we are with it in creating opportunities and you know, being clinical and at the other end, you know, we can't be caught napping and um, you know, switching off or anything like that. We need to be there to thwart any opposition um, attack that they're going to try and obviously you know, hit us with and uh, across the board I'm confident that we can go out there and um, you know, do the job tomorrow night. Matty Adrian from Channel 10. Uh, just one on team culture. Obviously, that get that word gets thrown around quite a lot. But being inside the camp yesterday and, and getting a feel for, for all of the boys, can you just take us into that? What the culture looks like in the Australian team, and then how that moves to, to on field as well. Uh, particularly with some of the younger players that are, that are coming in. How do you go about building and growing that culture? Yeah, well, Arnie, it's it's been the catalyst in my experiences under Arnie to. Um, you know, being the backbone of, of our team. I mean, when you go out on that pitch, first and foremost, you know, there's no better feeling having, you know, 10 other guys around outside you and then obviously other squad members ready to come on off the bench knowing that, you know, you've got one another's back, whatever you're going to be facing, you know, and yeah, it's, it's obviously a challenging game and you face plenty of obstacles out there and there's plenty of ups and downs and whatnot and to go through it with a group of guys knowing that, you know, we're all there on the same page and willing to do whatever it takes for one another to, you know, like I touched on, create those successful moments as often as possible. Um, there's no better feeling than that, and, and that's the foundation that we set. And then, you know, like I said, the individual technique, the physical side of it, the tactics all are through a flowing effect from there. So I think to have that strong foundation and that strong core is the, really the, the cornerstone to what we stand for as being, you know, the Australian national team and, and being an Australian. and. Um, it's, it's vital within our group and it's something that we we constantly work on in order to keep it obviously you know as as strong as we possibly can and keep it working as successfully as it as it has done up until now and just to follow up to that does that look like anything in particular like are you doing anything inside the camp whether it's messages whether it's dinners whether it's anything to to build that culture or is it just a, a natural thing that happens how do you how do you do that exactly yeah, I mean, it's it's through the standards that we set as a team, the principles that we have, the characteristics that players have to, you know, um, demonstrate when they come into camp. Um, and then I think it's just sort of, because that, all that is sort of set in stone and it's it's been that way for a very long time. And obviously every manager that has come in has their own little twist and, and addition to, to that as well. And um, 
then you sort of just let, sort of let things naturally take its path. And like I said, being Australians, we're all pretty easygoing, friendly types of people, and it's it's a balance between maintaining that, um, you know, in the downtime, but. You know, when it comes to business and, you know, there's a job to be done that we're all focused and professional on doing that first and foremost and, uh, yeah, letting the good times roll. But, you know, one of the common words we use a lot is, is energy. And, yeah, that's that's what we try and do out on the pitch, energy, you know, whether it's to chase down our position to whether we have the ball and we've got to move it quickly and get into positions to create goal-scoring opportunities. It's um, it's something that, you know, we just reflected heavily in our game plan and, um the environment that we have around the place, away from the pitch as well, is, is, um, is a big impact on that and uh, you know what we can do on the, the day-to-day basis to make sure that that's a, you know, a common theme within our training sessions and the matches when they come around and uh, yeah, we, we work on that um, quite often to keep that positivity around again. Um, Matt, I just wanted to ask you about your uh, performances at Alkmaar. You've been playing really well at the moment. Statistically, you're one of the best goalkeepers in Europe. I just want to say ask you, how is that going to affect your time in the soccer camp and do you think it's going to be beneficial to the games more or not? Yeah, um, you know, playing regularly is, is always um, what a player wants to be doing and um, thankfully since I've arrived at Alkmaar it's, it's been that and um, I, feel, you know, I feel like I'm in a good place and I'm contributing to the team there and, and yeah, the results that we're having. Um, and yeah, we've laid a good platform until now, but you know, you don't win anything, you know, in um, in November in, in a football season. So there's a long way to go, and um, it all means nothing if we don't capitalise on it from here until the end of the season. So you know, very much, yeah, we're in a strong position, but by no means content. You know, always wanting to achieve more and focus on um, doing all I can to, to do exactly that. But uh, yeah, feeling confident and ready to, you know, help the help the team tomorrow night. Um, yeah, deliver another another win for, for our national team. Hi Matt, uh, Lockie from the Sanctum. This week is the 50th anniversary of the first time that the soccer is qualified for the World Cup. Has that been spoken in the team at all, used in motivation in any way? Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned it. It's been the chit-chat around the camp also, you know. Um, obviously, it was a monumental moment, our first um, ever World Cup, and yeah, it, um, it set the standard in that regard that you know, that's what we, we want to achieve as a national team and you know, there's nothing better than making our great country proud and, and uniting it in in football tournament like the World Cup with how special uh, that it is and we witnessed that again recently and yeah, thankfully over the last um, you know, few World Cups we've been managing to qualify but uh, yeah, you know, now it's on to the next one and you know, the, the, first, uh, the first step is, uh, is tomorrow night and yeah, we're, we're doing all we can to be ready for that one and uh, get off to the best possible start. And of course, uh, last cycle you weren't able to play as many matches at home as you would have wanted to due to COVID. Is it exciting that you just get to play in front of Australian fans a lot more this time around? Yeah, definitely. It's not until something's taken away from you, you know, that you um, appreciate how special it is. You know, it's very easy to take take for granted things as we know in life and playing away from Australia and playing away from home and, and the fans and obviously our friends and family within that as well is something that I don't think anyone's going to take for granted again. So, um, yeah, it's going to be special to be here tomorrow night, back here at Amy Park. We've had um, some, some great memories um, in, in my time in the, in the team here until now. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to adding another one tomorrow night. Okay, Matt, it's Ian from Reuters here. I just wanted to ask you about this whole process, this 40 to 48 team World Cup going forward. It's obviously a bit more margin for error there. 
Is that in itself a danger? You might think too far ahead, or, or a lot of Australian fans will probably think uh, you guys will sail into it, into that World Cup. But uh, is this a danger of being complacent? Uh, first and foremost, there's no extra margin for error for us with our mentality. We, you know, so we treat it. There's no easy games in football. At least that's been my experience and the message that I try and share within the group <coughs> as well. Um, you know, our standards are what they are. It, it all focuses on on us. Um, you know, you talk about respect for an opposition. You know, on one hand, when you're playing, you know, the mites of the, you know, the opposition out there in the world. You know, the Englands, the Germanys, and all this. You respect them too much, give them too much time on the ball, they can punish you. And you know, to the contrary, you don't give enough respect to a certain opposition. You know, you can get complacent, and that can be just as detrimental. So, by all means, you know, myself personally, and the message that I try to share within the group is that we treat every game like a World Cup final, and. For me and my experiences in the game until now, that's what helps me deliver my best performance for the national team, no matter who we're facing. And um, that's what I try and share with the, the playing group as well, with that similar mindset. And uh, I'm confident we do that to the best of our ability. Then you know these little things don't don't happen. And uh, like I said, it all depends on us and the standards we maintain and we set and we try to raise. And uh, yeah, that's not going to be an issue.